Hello, Leds. Today's show is sponsored by Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They'll send you some amazing beers every month, and you can rate and review those beers via their website to earn points and rewards. Every month's beers will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. They've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer of a free case of eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack when you sign up. All you have to do is pay the few quid for delivery. You can cancel or pause your membership at any time. Sign up now at beer52.com slash word. That's B-E-E-R 52.com slash W-O-R-D. To claim your free case of beer, and for every person that signs up, they give us a little bit of cash, which helps support the podcast. It's win-win. Pause the pod, go do that now, and enjoy the episode. Thank you. Okie dokie, piggy the pokey! Good morning, job seekers! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Catch me outside, how about Dave? Is that Dave? Uh, no, there's no one called Dave here. Okay. Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? Upset me, nasty bitch! Disgusting! It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel like podcasting. Two mics, two lids, and a lot of time on their hands. This is Havawad. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. Here we go. Oh my god. It's Shut Down Daily, episode... Oh, I don't know. Is this the sixth one we've done? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is, yeah. we. I mean, people have been locked down for a lot longer than, than yeah. this, haven't they? Some people have been self-isolating for like two weeks. We get messages from people like, Oh, guys, thank you so much. I don't know what we'd do without you. And yeah. I now am getting an appreciation for them because... We shut down work-wise two weeks ago, but we were still dicking around. We weren't self-isolating. Yeah. Like, we have been properly isolating since old Bojo, nasty bitch, shut us all down. <laughs> yeah. And basically, you coming to record the podcast has been the only other human contact and some angry people at the fucking co-op <laughs> who have been, like, you, like treating like they've just shat themselves. Like, get away, you dirty fuckers. Do you know what I'm thinking um, now? And then if- I do... I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit of that, like, oh, God... Here's my wife again. Here's my brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, this child. Why don't we make two children? Just for a bit of variation. So you don't want another fucking child right now. So de- No, of course I don't. So day six of uh, the shutdown dailies is like day 14 of people's lockdowns. So I don't want to be too sort of terrifying for people, but if like this virus keeps like mutating and goes on for a long time, this might be the closest thing in, in the near future. This might be how all people meet up for a chat <laughs> yeah this is how you're going to meet people online this is how you're going to have sex with them and this is how you're going to do your wedding via it's, zoom or skype like it, it's, I'm, it's the happiest it's, day it's, of my life it's, it's, it's like an episode of black mirror it really is we've had tweets about that uh yeah we're not actually on a break but um steven's internet's down so we can't see each other at the moment which is you know it's really <laughs> difficult um yeah so i do i do and you know i'm taking the piss out of the people at the co-op but this morning I went for because we did the sandwich challenge and I was like oh shit I've like challenged people to do the sandwich challenge and in my head I was like maybe that'll be bullshit and then people from America sent pictures of sandwiches so I was like G- oh Jill's, shit 
Jill's sandwich that she sent in, Jilly Bean, one of another like contender for Hall of Famer down the line. She sends yeah. an amazing butty in, mate. If you belter. if you start it off and you're like, yeah, we'll just do this little competition. You're like, ah, this is just because we talked about sandwiches. And then someone's like, <laughs> here's my sandwich in Texas. I'm like, shit, get your head in the game. So I went to the shop and I do actually feel like I'm not saying the full blown ledge of the days. But people who work in shops, who have to work in shops, it is a bit of a shitty deal, isn't it? Like, everyone's, like, clapping for the NHS. Like, you're amazing, you're on the front line. Well, behind them, on the second <laughs> row in the, in the line, is people who work at co-op, like, what? I'm on minimum fucking wage selling national lottery tickets to fucking morons, shouting, can you keep a distance, please? Do you know Stay away minute? from each other. Oh, Jesus, you know it's, if they look the lottery, pissed off. If you win the lottery at the minute, you just get eighty percent of it, <laughs> up to two and a half grand. Yeah, <laughs> I won my like, pick. I've won twenty millions, like two thousand five hundred, dickhead. I uh, yeah, and you also you can't get the novelty check. I really, I'd want the novelty <laughs> check. I think that's half the fun of being a lottery winner, isn't it? Just winning the check and half. standing there like a twat. Half. You think that's half the fun? I don't you know think about the, the lottery, big mate. check. Is equal to the 150 million no you're right to be fair <laughs> one one time last year a well-known comedy club accidentally paid me for a weekend twice Ooh. and uh that literally felt like a lottery win i was like oh yeah that's amazing the, Did although, to be fair no you didn't no i didn't because oh, they make naughty the, bitch they make, <laughs> they make bank and they've been underpaying me since about 20 fucking 2008 so I was like nice bonus I'll take it That's unfortunately so it didn't come it didn't come in a novelty like large <laughs> hey, <check>. hey! <laughs> uh, this one's a big one must be a comedy club being morons yeah that so to be fair if you win how like 10 million it probably isn't all about the big novelty check <laughs> do you know have you heard my theory about the lottery um, I, th- I, I don't know I'd, I'd win the lottery and then just keep it secret I wouldn't tell anyone well, that's, not, that's not a theory <laughs> that's, why would you do that no but that's not a theory is it yeah my theory <laughs> is you shouldn't tell anyone you should win and then just fucking not that's tell not anyone that's a theory that's an opinion I, I thought you had like a conspiracy theory about the lottery where like they were just like dragging people out every week like hold the check Brian say you've won it and then shooting them putting them in a fucking <laughs> yeah a theory. What where's, you mean where's is- the cash? It's just down there, like in Goodfellas. <laughs> You're just just down there. Keep going to the left, and then there's just a fucking grave. Loads of like prosecco flutes <laughs> thrown in after. No, all right. My tactic, my tactic for winning the lottery is going to just to be sit on it, so no one comes out of the fucking. You know, like the woodwork. Like, ah, oh, Dan. But are you not gonna- here? You got a little bit of a lottery win. Is it not going to be apparent though? You're not going to start buying some fancy shit. Yeah, when I turn up to hot water to do a middle 20 in my gold suit. <laughs> Your gold suit in a Lamborghini. Where's Dan got his entourage from? I got, <laughs> me, I got me jongler's money. <laughs> the D, the R, the D, the D, the Y. These cunt, fucking hell, he must be being paid twice accidentally all the time. And Laura's got three tits. <laughs> That's not how boob jobs work, is it? I mean, You don't just get extra boobs. <laughs> I, th- I, I think it would depend on how much you're willing to pay and how... How much your wife loves you. <laughs> I think they uh, would do that for you. A third tit. That's got to be an easier job than, like, fixing two of them. The thing is, 
just getting your wife to get bigger boobs is a little it's been done if you're going to spend that euro millions dollar yeah. i think you should make her get more boobs back not tits. bigger boobs yeah so when you're doing doggy you've still got tits <laughs> By your beard, back tits. You should have to wear like you know when people are like travelling and they've got a backpack on the front and a backpack on the back. Should have to have a back bra and a fucking front bra. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll just tape the whole thing round. <laughs> yeah, I'd keep it to myself. I don't even know if I'd tell Laura. I'd just let her have I, two tits and just get I on with it. I wouldn't be able to keep it to myself, me. I'd be extravagant with money. I, yeah, but I'd be bowling. But do you not think it'd affect your comedy? Because like famous comedians who are rich, there everyone's like, "Yeah, you're rich because we love you and you earned it." But if you won the lottery and you're like, "Hey, look at me!" Like, I don't I think, think people would like it. No, I, I think you would lose some fans and co your comedy would suffer a bit. But you just have to lean into it and keep the fans you can keep. It'd be unavoidable. Well, how do you mean lean into it? Just play to other lottery winners? <laughs> no, I just mean like own it. Just be like, yeah, I won fucking 150 million, didn't I? But I'm still a yeah, spiky Mike. I'm still a... <laughs> hey, hey, and also, pa Patreon, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be signing up to the Patreon. <laughs> it's three, five, or ten. You've won 150 million on the Euro. <laughs> Shh, shut up. Still, you know, I'm working hard on this podcast. <laughs> Dan's got a shitty mic and like, Adam's got a gold mic. <laughs> And Jade walks past with six tits. <laughs> Front tits, back tits, and the two on her knees. Oh, you're not going to get knee tits, you Why? animal. Why not? Where where else would you get? I'd get tits on my dick. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'd get dick tits. <laughs> I'd make someone get tits on their tits. <laughs> Like normal boobs, but then another little set of like midget boobs on the boob. <laughs> oh fuck! I've got mental. You have got mental. Um, Do you know how much I love this podcast, Adam? That I get to say through really futuristic technology to a man in a different part of the country. I want tits on I, I me get dick. tits on dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's um, how's how's your day being? Like, because this is the first twenty four hours in it where. You haven't had me coming to break up the monotony of having just your your missus and your your kid. I'll be honest, man. This is why I spoke to someone who went, God, yeah, you two. He's, he's a fan of podcasts. He's a mate of mine. He's actually my mate from Newcastle, who's a DJ. We gave him a shout out a few episodes back. He's got a D, uh, he's, he's called Felix Light, DJ Felix Lighter. He listened to our Hack Radio Pod in September. He listened to my first four Hack Radio Pods, and he went, "Yeah, mate, it's not going to work, but get Adam on. You need to do a podcast with him. Get some regular features. It's so fucking funny. You will smash it." And I, in my head, I was like, "No, I still think I can make this one work, but I might speak to Adam." And he and he was bang on, right? Fucking he, Yoda. Yeah, the guy's got the guy's a visionary. Um, you he, know, uh, you must. He's also he's also one of them people that that swears in a way that is just like we've been mates about fifteen years, and I love a swear, but I know when not to swear. Like you know when people are like oh well you swear too much like I fucking love a good swear yeah what the fucking fuck flap I think was my one the other day yes but I can turn it off like if I'm talking to my 94 year old granddad and I'm not like alright cunt do you know what I mean like I like a swear 
but not all the time. He used to go to restaurants with Ben, and he would literally be in ZZ's next to some grandma's birthday. The full family are there next to us. We're having like, we're having <laughs> margarita and cut, and he's like, oh, fuck, mate, I was absolutely off my fucking face. I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm more um, with him, to be honest with you. I, I love it. To be honest, my, my social oh, behaviour, especially with me best mate. Come on. Oh, you're, you're, not a, you're not an aggressive swearer like that. Oh, oh, he's there. No, Hi, we've had our back. first, li- had our first little glitch there. We had, our, we had our <laughs> I, th- I thought the internet had like, I thought you'd started swearing. The internet was like, you can't hear this, Dan. It's awful. <laughs> You're not yeah. allowed swear in public, though. You've never done it with me. No, but I'm just. Um, it's when I'm with Carl. If I'm with my best mate, especially if we're drunk, like, do you remember? Um, did <laughs> I don't know what the, it was. Your era, Granddad Daniel. But do you know Dick and Dom in the bungalow? I'm do aware you know, of the work of old Dick and Dom. Do you know of um, the Bogies game? No, Bogies game is beyond me. I was aware of them. I didn't know the accent, you know, the intricate details of it. So kids would do this in school because of Dick and Dom. the The idea is you've got to say Bogies, um, uh, but the the louder you say Bogies, the more you're winning. Whoever's said it the loudest is winning. So you'd be like in class, your teacher's writing on the chalkboard, and someone would go Bogies. And then someone would go, bogeys! You know what I mean? Getting louder and louder and louder. Me and Carl did that at three o'clock in the morning in a Chinese restaurant in Liverpool, but changed it to boners. <laughs> boners! Boners! Yep. The thing is, though, you know why I don't mind that? Because it's a Chinese restaurant in Liverpool City Centre. At <laughs> what time? About 3am. I'm talking Friday lunchtime ZZ's. <laughs> Nana's birthday is just like a meter and a half over. Three a.m. in a Chinese state. No one in there is going. Excuse me. Hey, no. Come on, guys. Uh, you you're fucking signing up for prawn toast and borderline racism, there, aren't you? <laughs> that should be the name of this podcast: prawn toast <laughs> and borderline, borderline racism. Uh, anyway, Ben was like, "Yeah, I've been. He's been listening to this one, and he loves it." Shout out, Ben, uh, DJ Felix Lighter. And he was like, guys, you sound so much fucking happier than every other comedy podcast I listen to. <laughs> so I think we've just had a good run of it. I've, I've been, yeah. my, you were saying how you're feeling today. I woke up this morning pretty tetchy. I'm getting that sort of, like a little bit of cabin fever. And yeah. that's not, no judgment on Laura, my wife, my brother-in-law. You just, I'm just starting to clock it. But then also exactly you like before. you said. There's a little bit of judgment there, isn't there? Like no, you, no, don't lie. Come it's on. not them. If you no, but if you could tell them to just fuck off for an hour and a half and go for a walk, you'd do it. Yeah, but my <laughs> exactly. But my family Case doesn't tra- doesn't trade like that. So if I did that, that would be out of the ordinary, and that could be a major problem. Like it's not like hour hour later I get back and everyone like all's forgiven. That could be like the next fortnight of like passive aggressive. Like what the <laughs> fuck was that about? But yeah, I just feel I feel a wee bit touchy, and then I was a little worried. I was like, shit, this is our first one remote. Yeah, I'm worried that I'm not going to be on form. And as soon as I started doing it, I'm like, oh, thank fuck, I get to do this bullshit. Yeah. At least it, once a day we get to lock ourselves in our little man caves and just have a yeah. Well, I'm I'm mark. in the studio. Where are you? Where Where is your man cave? Where have this, you set up? This is my little makeshift studio, and it's going to get a bit better over, over the next week or so. Get some posters and shit on the wall. It's going to look good. And then when where, we um, when we actually where start is it? putting the videos back out, it's the spare, it's the office in the house. So we've got an office, but 
it was it, it's very cluttered with a lot of our crap to be honest with you we're, we're hoarders um and jade tends to you're use not, it for a lot of it. we're not what you're not hoarders are you not like not like channel 5 documentary level but we have got a lot of crap we don't need <laughs> It's always newspapers, isn't it? Like, and if you just come round this pile of newspapers yeah. from 1993... Look, it's bad, but Stacey Dooley's not interested in popping round. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, guys, if you got them round, they'd be like, yeah, this isn't a documentary. You just need to fucking do a tip run. That's not the same thing. <laughs> what do you hoard? What, it's just what? crap. Yeah, look, there's a lamp here. Can you... Like, the, the, view, the listeners <laughs> can't see this, but... <laughs> this lamp? That looks so like a bog hairspray Jade doesn't use hairspray that was mine from about two years ago that's still there right um, oh memories memories there's there's all sorts of crap looks Jade, good though me and Jade had an the- argument earlier over who owns the headphones that are in this what? room but neither of us wanted them <laughs> <laughs> they're your headphones no they're yours well why don't you go to the tip oh shit we can't yeah fuck well why don't we just put them back where they were not reckon the tip's open not reckon that's essential I don't know. Mate, your gauge of essential is fucking all over the shop. Mate, it's definitely not essential. I was good yesterday. The chippy by ours was shut. Oh, no, no. To be fair, it's like they don't even know you. The chippy was shut. I thought can they not do, be open. Can they not do special delivery? Special what? Special delivery. You definitely put a W in the no, first one. No, 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 you no, no. You said delivery. No, it's the internet connection. <laughs> no. Mate, come on. <laughs> You said bro, the wivery, didn't you? Bro, bro, I think Odder. there was a order. 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 I come on, I take it order. Order. No, I think it was just the internet connection. They've closed the chippy. They've closed the fucking K Tams chippy. Oh, fucking hell. That must be such a. They must have looked at your house and been like in tears going, oh, Christ. I think, the well, villa. I, I hadn't been for like two days, so I think maybe they just thought, well, if Adam's not coming, it's time to, <laughs> time to shut up shop. They were like, this motherfucker died of coronavirus, and, <laughs> and there goes our business. <laughs> what, um, how, what are you going to eat then? If you, how often do you get the chippy? Come on. And this is no judgment, because I love a Tommy takeaway. How it, often do you go in the chippy? This is bad, okay. Look, the chippy is probably like once a week, but... There's also Mackey's and KFC and shit on top of that. I reckon on, normally, like I'm eating less takeaway now that we're shut down. Normally, I get, I have like yeah. th- three or four a week. Yeah. Like minimum, and sometimes sometimes we'll do a full week of takeaways. Yeah, I think it's when you're on the second one in the day, in it because <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm like that. I'm like, it's fine. I go jogging. When, when's the last time you went jogging? Three weeks ago. How many I KFCs jogged, you've had I this week? To four. the McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, KFC, KFC is a twice a week affair for me. Yeah. Oh, what you get? Mate. What's your KFC order? Uh, Zinger Tower burger meal with a flaming snack wrap on the side because I fucking love that spicy meal that's in the flaming snack wrap. Do you get a box meal? What side do you get? No, I'm not a box meal guy. Zinger Tower burger meal and then just a flaming, flaming snack wrap. You go to KFC and you don't get the gravy. I'm not. I'm not a gravy man. Oh, you're a lunatic. That's what you are. A psycho. I'm a, hang on. You just fucking admitted to the world that you have basically half a kilogram of corned beef in a sandwich. Yeah. 
So oh. don't so just because the great. It's just I'm not signing on to gravy. I don't know whether you noticed. I'll reveal this now because this is not going to go out till tonight. And obviously, it's already it's getting like tweet interactions that I just put a little red heron in it. So I, I said um, I've listed my whole sandwich and then said I've got a, a raw potato to snack on. Did you see that bit? Yeah. Well, that's not true. I'm not just <laughs> chewing on potatoes. I yeah, just but- want, I just want to see how many people are like. Did you just say a raw potato? <laughs> yeah, but do you know why that didn't even register with me? Because I... This is what I was going to do with the sandwich competition. I was going to try and print off a picture of Freddie Quinn and then do a video and be like, the sandwich looks good. Let's see what's in... Well, I don't know what filling this is and go, who the fuck is that guy? And then I was like, I'm I'm almost... Stop- I had to stop myself because I was like, that is bullying Freddie <laughs> via a sandwich, which... <laughs> I- I mean, how mu- how creative do you have to be to be a bellend? When I saw the potato the side of the plate, I was like, Adam's a comedian. That's him being funny. There's a potato. Like, if anyone's like, oh, lad, bloody hell there, lad. I know you said, hey, you got to do more with your crisps there, lad. That, like, if anyone has gone on your Twitter to say that, shame. Shame on you. There's, we've already had a couple of people say, is that a fucking raw potato? Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I knew it, Gappy. Jesus people Christ! Thick. Uh, fucking hell, that's not very good, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> You're as gullible as anyone. No, you can't be talking shit. Yeah, I know when a raw potato is not a fucking snack. I know you at least need a deep fried potato, <laughs> mate. You've never eaten a raw. Po- I nearly said you've never eaten a raw potato in your life. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll take that compliment. Thank you, Daniel. No, sh- no shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking bell sniff. Oh my god! How are you doing, man? Like ha- you've you've asked about me, which is very kind, and I'm good. with the love of our Lord and Savior <laughs> Jesus Christ. I will get through this. How are um, you doing, man? I'm all right. Me me anxiety's been a bit. Oh, by the way, we I should probably say this. Um, I've had a shit ton of messages. You know when we talked about the health anxiety a few episodes ago, a lot of people were really happy about that. So uh, I just want to say thanks to people who sort of um, said thank you to me. Because it was it was nice to know that yeah, think, people people appreciated it. Um, I think you. I think you're very. I think being on this podcast, we're trying to make each other laugh. We're trying to make the people who are listening laugh. But at every point, we're being honest. Yeah. That's why me admitting that I wanked on a National Express. <laughs> I mean, by the way, no one got in touch about that. No one was like, Dan, thanks so much because I've been. <laughs> I've been wanking on buses for years and I just thought it's great that someone else had been through it with me. Everyone was like, you're a fucking animal and you should stay in your house. This coronavirus is good for you. Stop getting public transport. But I, I think people respond to the honesty of it and I think that was a genuine moment, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, full disclosure, my anxiety for the past sort of 24 hours has been a bit off on its ass, to be honest with you. So, me breathing's a bit shit and because of that, I'm coughing, but they're like faux symptoms. I've got no fever and it's not like a it's it's a voluntary cough um but yeah me, me anxiety's not been good for the past day but other than that I'll tell you what but we've, mate, got, I'm we've on gone fucking... up the gear haven't we we've gone up the gears by isolating now yeah, we've yeah. basically read the government guidelines you've been self-isolating we've been self-isolating here and because of the podcast we had some like branch of normality and then because it's the right thing to do it's the right time to do it we've we've isolated pro- like f- separately we're doing this remotely and all of a sudden uh, the one constant we've had for the last couple of weeks from gigging is gone and, and it's not gone completely because we're still doing this Yeah, but we're looking at each other through this is like what f- 
if I get Dancing done, robot Daniel, hello. Yeah. <laughs> if we have to do this from prison. Yeah. And your backdrop is grey bricks. It looks like you've been done for being a nonce. Oh. <laughs> I hope we still get to do a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I interrupted you, man. That was not fair. What were you saying? Um, but yeah, I've, I, to be honest with you, yeah, I've got some really good news. Um, I, I won eight games in a row on FIFA last night. So I'm, I'm on flying form on FIFA Ultimate Team. So, you know, that's just given me a... A real boost when I needed it because team morale was low for a while. I was on some bad form on FIFA last week, but it looks like you know, fair play to the board for sticking with me, letting me manage this team through a rough patch. And it looks like we're now we're now on course to have a good weekend league. I think you know <laughs> you're a, you're a young talent, you're a young manager, you know, yeah. and they've backed you and yeah. they've, you've gone through a little bit, but you're basically you're Eddie Howe. <laughs> <laughs> um, what uh, I love it how you're like I've got anxiety I've got breathing difficulties um, uh, yeah but at least I won a few games on FIFA so I've got everything FIFA's in perspective my, my break from anxiety when I'm playing FIFA me breathing and everything else is fine I'm not coughing and I'm not breathing badly because I'm distracted my brain's like taken away by the game because <laughs> I'm so competitive <laughs> I really wish my 94 year old granddad could dis- you know had the fucking dexterity to play FIFA I, I, he is the most sport obsessed man ever he's yeah. got Sky Sports he's literally like you know everyone's dream of like you know in Friends when they had the lazy boys and the TV oh. he's basically that's been the last 15 my, years of his life that's my dream for our for our have a word studio long term I want two big lazy boys two for lazy us. boys oh. and since they've turned the sport off I mean my granddad is 94 if you if you like drew a danger zone my granddad is his fucking lazy boy is in the middle of that danger zone like corona danger zone and there's pop right in the middle <laughs> and I ring him he's like how you doing like oh bored oh it's boring I was like I, I feel like going motherfucker you could die he's like you've turned the Premier League off you've turned the bloody Premier League off and I realise now because I, I ring him we have chats for 10-15 minutes I didn't realise this at the time about 12 minutes of that was football so I'm like we're ringing how are you how's everyone how are you doing I'm like yeah fine then we just literally chatted sport he used to talk NFL with me just because he knows I'm into it now yeah. that's gone I'm having to ask him about his feelings and it's fucking awkward <laughs> how are you feeling <laughs> how are you feeling what are you talking about can you imagine my 94 year old girl should I be a bender <laughs> he would though of course, it, like, there's 84 year How old is he? 94. Hey, this is the guy who got told he had leukemia old- and he was like, well, a lot of rubbish. He doesn't talk feelings. Yeah, 94, 94. year old men. There's any man over the age, I think, of 45 has got no idea how to talk about their feelings because they, they were never taught. Oh my god! And it get over sixty, for sh- but over ninety. Like you know, when people are like you can't go near your granddad because you might give him COVID nineteen, he might die. I'd like I could kill him with just one hug. <laughs> if I embraced my ninety four year old granddad and held him and went just quietly, really sincerely, went, "I love you, granddad." He would cringe so much yeah. he would stop existing. He'd be like, <laughs> "Fucking hell!" <laughs> Jesus it's Christ! It's why men die younger. Because we just suppress our feelings constantly. We're just a ball of fucking anger and hate. <laughs> <laughs> Let it out. I think you're. I think you and I are from a generation. Well, I'm from the generation above you, but 
think I'm way better about just talking one. about my feelings. <laughs> We've got to be good about talking about feelings. We're doing a fucking podcast. Are you, you couldn't have you couldn't have done a podcast in like the fifties and sixties when these were growing up. They're like, no. hello, this is a podcast. What have you been doing? Raising a family like a real man. <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> where do you masturbate I don't masturbate anywhere I have sex twice two children then a heart attack at 42 <laughs> have you had a wank yet that's a yes yeah. isn't it yeah I did yeah oh! where did you do it in the marital bed I went I'm having an early night she went oh you deserve it love you're tired I went I'm fucking so I'm really sorry as I did it I felt guilty it didn't stop me though did it did you take tissue with you or did you wipe it on the sheets oh come on Adam we're talking about our feelings no I did I took a little bit of tissue <laughs> but then I'm, I just I just sort of flick it under the bed it's always brutal in the morning if what? I'm still in bed and Laura comes around my side of the bed and she's like what's that I'm like oh god I always get up you first flick- usually why don't you just go and flush it take it to the toilet straight away no because you're like I, what I do, this is my bedtime routine. Go and brush my teeth, get myself ready, get in bed, have a little, like, nom, 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 have a little shuffle, little fucking dirty shuffle, and then I'm finished. I don't want to get up then. I'm in my position. I'm happy. Have a little clean up. Pop that on the, in the morning, get rid of the biochemical waste. See, I don't use tissue. I've got a teddy that I've had since I was a kid, and I just wipe it on that and put it back on the shelf because then. Yeah. And then Jade knows no difference. She's just like, oh, is yeah. that just the teddy? Yeah. Crusty the te- crusty the teddy. Yeah, it's actually a crusty the clown from The Simpsons. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It used to be. It used to be a lion. Now it's a snow leopard. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, um, Dan. We're half an hour in and we haven't started. <laughs> <laughs> should, should probably start. Now it's time for Would You Rather with your favourite morons, Adam and Dan. It's time for the Would You Rather section, section. Time for the Would You Rather section, section. I have got an erection, erection for the Would You Rather section. section. Oh, nice. That's a sexually threatening rhyme. That's nice. (laughs) You develop. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet, sucking my dick for days. Oh Jesus! Hey, um, I'm in a little bit of a shout out to Tom Segura, who we mentioned on uh, the podcast a few podcasts ago. We are going to do some top fives probably next week, aren't we? We're going to prep some top fives, top fives, top five Netflix specials. Yeah, top, top five, five comedians ever. Oh, we'll save that. We'll save comedians ever for like a live show or something because that's a big one, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And someone people have been sending some really good top fives. If you've got any top fives you'd like us to do, we're going to prep those to do them properly. Yeah, can I just say at this point? As Adam's well, competitive and he loves a league table. Absolutely. As a Watford fan, I'm not as bothered. <laughs> can I just say at this point as well? Um, as often as you can, we do read all your submissions. Can you email them? We're getting so many, and it's dead hard to keep track of on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and stuff. So if you've got any submissions, if you can. Just get them into haveawaredpod at gmail.com. If you, have, if you can't be bothered doing that, you can still send them in, and if they're good, we'll get round to them. But um, They're more likely to get lost if you go Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. Because we're getting Someone, messages from, from other yeah. stuff on that as well. So Someone tweeted, 
like how do I send how how do I send the the email? I'm like we mention it all the fucking time. <laughs> Have a word pod at gmail dot com. It's just you're more likely to get it to get it through, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky, who Pazitsky, that's it, uh, who do your mom's house, which is uh, uh, a really great podcast. Now we started doing Would You Rather's. And then I did a deep dive into some of the old Your Mom's House podcasts. And I saw, they don't do it very often. I didn't realize they did it. They did Would You Rather with Bill Burr. Oh, really? Yeah, they had Bill Burr on. So if you, this is, in no way have we meant to plagiarize this. They, they I've been listening to Would, uh, Your Mom's House since like November and pretty intensely and they haven't done a would you rather in all that time <laughs> and then I went and watched the highlights on YouTube and then all of a sudden old Billy Burr old Billy Red Balls is on and they did this would you rather so I'd like to do it for you Adam as a Bill Burr fan okay. you smoked a fucking cigar with the man would you rather have to run everywhere or shout when you speak <laughs> forever and that's it you can, you can only do one would you rather I'd rather shout when I speak defo like look at the fucking size of me I can't be running everywhere <laughs> have an asthma attack every 200 yeah, yards but, no but that's the the thinking isn't it if you had to run everywhere you'd get fit I wouldn't because I just wouldn't go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> I'd but, just be fat and loud <laughs> Every time you needed the toilet, you'd have to run to it. Although, to be fair, I, you've got IBS. I, I do that anyway. That'll come in handy. <laughs> but yeah, no, but, I, I I could deal with having to shout. I shout quite a lot anyway. But shout, hang on. <laughs> you've always got a shout. <laughs> so you've you've like always got a shout. So if you're if you're trying to do like you're in the shop and you just want to like an old lady's just what you know like, doing that thing of like size eight. <laughs> I want a size eight. <laughs> Have you got these in a double XL? Thank you. <laughs> That's brutal. And say you go down to London to watch Hamilton with Jay, and she's you, you know she's she's just she has that moment. You get in the tube back to wherever you stay, and you're just like just having a quiet moment on the tube, and she's just like, oh, Adam, I love you. I and you love have to go, you. Yes, that's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot. <laughs> Every t if it's a good job you don't do drugs, because you would be a fucking nightmare trying to buy drugs. Like, hello, <laughs> yeah, I've got the money. <laughs> I'm still picking shouting, man. I can't. I can't be dealing with running everywhere, me. What? You'd never be allowed to go to funerals, though, would you? You just have to not talk at them. It's just so sad, and it? it's fucking tragic. You're, are you telling me that you think the shouting thing affects funerals more than the running thing does? So people are <laughs> slowly walking with a coffin into the church, and you're fucking <laughs> sprinting past the pallbearers. You think that's Mate, better than just it, not it, talking for a bit? If, <laughs> if if you suffer from this affliction where you can't walk or do anything but run, you're not going to be asked to be a pallbearer, are you? That's not no. going to be like, well, Adam's got that thing, hasn't he? You know, since he's lost all the weight, he just runs everywhere. Well, it, yeah. At my funeral, even though we're super close, no one's going to be like, Paul Bearer. Plus, you're short, so I'd be fucking sliding to one side yeah. like Ishan Akbar's mum. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I have mm. to I I have to say the shouting running everywhere is just fucking that's just a nightmare isn't it it's, a, it's mental yeah I, I, I'm gonna shout me you got any um, more we got more would you rather's you got more here's for one. me baby may I've I've I literally we've got people sending them in and then I think of them Adam Rowe Daniel Nightingale lad the captain yes would you rather have two now this is just take a break from all this fucking pandemic malarkey we're just talking in the real world before the upside down and it's going to go back to normal so not right now but would you rather have two hundred thousand pounds cash no it's not cash can be put in your bank tax is paid you don't have to I've got HMRC you're going to be like yeah, I get it. where the fuck yeah, yeah. or 20 million pounds but you can never leave Wales (laughs) 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 it's caught me off guard that you know I wasn't expecting that (laughs) to be the caveat (laughs) oh um, 200 grand you can live your life <laughs> I'm got, I, comedian I'm taking 200 grand man 20 million <laughs> you are you're literally that's a lot of money that's like that's like servants money plus Wales I mean where are you living in Wales like if it's Port Talbot that's essentially 2 billion pounds 20 million because you could get you hang can on, buy part of Port Talbot I, I, look I'd do the Wales thing if they reopened Real Sun Centre. Real Sun Centre? Do you not know of Real Sun Centre? Oh, my God. Tell me about your Scouse holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Real Sun Centre was, um, like, the best sort of leisure centre swimming baths in the world. That's where we used to go. Like, have a weekend, yeah. we'd drive down to Real and go to Real Sun Centre. It was fantastic, but they shut it. Adam, you got 20 million. How much did Real... How, you could... <laughs> That could be your house. Yeah, but I don't want to I don't want to Just a it. private real sun centre. No, I don't want to... Have you heard they've opened sun centre again? I don't... Yeah, but no bastard can go. I don't want the admin involved in running it. Plus, I want the atmosphere of everyone else being there. I want I want real sun centre to be up and run. And then then I'll maybe consider living in Wales. But without... Wales is... Wales is beautiful, man. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, but it's... It's got bored. one proper city. Yeah, it's boring. Cardiff's man. great. Yeah, but... Ca- yeah, but... It's, Come on, any Welsh listeners, I, I apologise, but twenty million is not enough to just have to be confined to Wales for the rest of my life. You can't go on holiday. I can't go. You can. You just to Anglesey. <laughs> <laughs> can't go abroad. Can't do gigs outside of Wales. Fuck that. Now two hundred grand's well enough. Do you think you'd? Do you, do you think if you you'd still gig? Do you think you'd learn Welsh and do like what Tidder Owen does? <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking die, lads. <laughs> um, yeah, no, 200 grand, please, and I'm staying in West Derby, Liverpool. Hey, Wales, mate, I'm coming for you. 20 million, I'm done. My wife would be fucking fuming. You live, you basically live, live in Wales anyway. Chester's basically Wales. Yeah, you see, the Welsh border is from my house in Sorgal is honestly a mile down the road. People would be like, it's bullshit. It's less than a mile. Yeah. Before it's like, welcome to Wales. Yeah. But once you're over that border, 
I can never come back over. So it's not <laughs> the fact that Wales is right there. It's that from here I'm allowed to go, you know, fucking east. Yeah. Do you know Chester FC? You know their football ground, Chester Football Club? Yeah. One of their corner flags is in, is Wales. in Wales. Like the Welsh border cuts right through the middle of the stadium. Isn't that crazy? Fucking, you must be a right laugh at a pub quiz. <laughs> oh, fucking... <laughs> I can't believe 20 million I thought I'd get you on the money no 20 million's not enough go on then what do you think your price is I don't know I don't think I want because if 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 20 million's not enough how much more money do you need what do you need to be doing like like riding around on poor people what no I mean, but like if I had like 100 billion or something if I was like Jeff Bezos and I had all that then you could sort of do Wales up a bit couldn't you <laughs> Like it's a fucking home improvement loan yeah, for a no, country. Yeah, but you could sort the place out with it if you have twenty million's not going to do that. Twenty million and get you like a, a decent house and that, but a hundred billion <laughs> and you'd just be able to pimp out the whole of Wales. Yeah. I tell you what, since this Adam Rokan turned up, <laughs> I fucking loves it. And I tell you what, Miriam, she's fucking well happy. She she's got a limousine, drives it to her job at fucking Costco. Why are you doing a Jamaican accent? Oh, that's a bloody good Welsh, I'll have you know. That's a that's a fucking cracking South Wilian. What are you on about? No, it's, that's it's a bloody good. good. I, just, I just like hurting your feelings. Oh man, it's total gridlock. <laughs> oh. um, right, hundred billion. Hundred billion, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, would you rather? Uh, Lose the ability to... This is from Derek Ashton. Okay. He says, Adam and Dave, would you rather lose the ability... Do you know, if people are just getting on board with the podcast, I mean, welcome, but you've missed quite a lot of bullshit, and my name's not actually Dave. <laughs> would you rather lose the ability to talk... Yeah. Or, and this is... And he actually said this in the email, because you are... Com remember, you're comedians. You're like, no shit, Derek, thanks for the reminder. Lose the ability to talk or be castrated. Oh. Lose what you do, podcast, comedy, loud loud chats with Jade on a tube, they're all gone. But I, you keep your dick and balls. Or you can yeah. do all the stand-up, all the podcasting, but your little, little, little Vinny's gone. No, I want to keep little Vinny, I think. Really? Yeah, because I can still, like, um, still come then, can't I? Nice, nice. Really, uh, <laughs> well, you sometimes I don't. Sometimes your mind just starts. I can almost f see you going through the file effects of creativity, and other times it really lets you down. Like, no, no, I'm going to keep me dick because then I can come. Next, next question. <laughs> One minute you're doing home improvements on the whole the whole country of Wales, and the next minute you're like, no, still want to jizz. Next, would you either? Hey, don't take away the jizz. <laughs> Do you know, because I've been married like three or four years. Hang on, sorry. In, and sorry. I've already got one kid. I, I, you can take my dick and balls. Yeah, well, this the, is my question. Like, if you take me dick and balls, do I still have like the edge to to come? If you get castrated, do you still want to have sex? Because that'd be a nightmare being horny, but not having anything there. Mm, I couldn't handle that. Whereas, I, think, I think all you... Now... Because this might be I bullshit. I lose the ability to talk, but I can still like, I can still write shit down on that. I can still be like, get me a cup of tea. 
It's, it's called sign language. Sign language, isn't it? No, it's not. You just use. I'm not learning no, you sign can language. Just use... What? I'm not deaf. <laughs> yeah, but you can't sign talk. Sign for the deaf, not for the mute. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> In my head. <laughs> You'd have learned sign language to surprise Jade, and you'd be like, "Oh, so I don't have to write it down." I want a cup of tea, <laughs> and Jade'd be like, "No, bed, I've not learnt it." Yeah, write it down. You'd be like, "Oh shit, that was a yeah. wasted three months." That's a thing. No, why don't deaf people just write stuff down? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Has anyone looked into this? If you are listening to the if podcast, there's any deaf people listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh god disabilities oh, eh no that that's the best thing you've ever said you know <laughs> if, I'll tell you what if you're Welsh and deaf you're not loving this episode after the fucking this case if there's any deaf people listening but yeah, why don't deaf people just write shit down what if their pen runs out? <laughs> Incommunicado. Then they can do their little dance. What? <laughs> they can do their little dance. S- right. Sign language. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah. Dance. Finger dance. Yeah, that's what it is though, isn't it? Uh, I can't remember the question. Uh, I. What happens when you're castrated? It's a very... Med- Honestly, all bants aside... Oh god, this you, te- you, you can't you can't <laughs> No more banter. <laughs> no more banter. I want to learn. Dr. Adam, Dr. Rowe, what if you take your testicles, you can't produce old Jizzy Judah, can you? No. You can't, no. So surely the urge goes. Well if the urge goes, then I, I could I could lose them and still be able to talk, then yeah. Because if yeah. the age goes, you wouldn't know any difference. Because you wouldn't be like, "I need to do that." Because you wouldn't need to do that. But if the age stays, then that—that's the—I'd kill myself. No, I think the urge goes then as well, doesn't it? Well, you just age left goes, with then it. Then I want to be able to talk. But if the it's just—it's just for weeing. Yeah. But you'd never be able to be a dad. You just have to adopt kids. Let's get another dog. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, orphans. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not. My, want, they're not would, my problem. I'd, would you adopt? Would I adopt a kid? Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I mean, I'll say that I wouldn't because it's funnier to say, but yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Why are you looking to get rid of Etta? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not to you, mate. <laughs> Not to you. If I sell her, I want a fucking... I want, <laughs> I'm looking for someone with a higher eBay rating than you, mate. Um, do, you think you'd go f- do you think you'd go foreign, child? Yeah, I'd get a little Chinese baby. They're the cutest okay. one. What? Chinese babies are the cutest babies in the world. I think they're the cheapest. What? There's just more of them, isn't there? Cheapest. That's that's not racist. It's it's a it's cheapest. Economy. It's economics. <laughs> you can't be racist when you've got a graph. It can't be, okay? <laughs> We've got a pie chart here, and as you can see, there's no racism because This is Do fact. you think you can buy children? Well, do you, well, Madonna can. She didn't buy them. 
She basically did, though. No, she, she swapped them for a signed album. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd make a fucking great dad, which is what you meant to say. Uh, would you rather... <laughs> uh, would you rather... Always... This is a random one. Uh, always be an hour early or always be 15 minutes late. Always be an hour early. I, that, I thought you... I, I'm not sure you'd got... I thought you'd... I honestly thought you'd be like, fuck it, 15 minutes late, you're that no, kind of maverick. I, I've got like... I get a bit of time anxiety, me. It's not all the time, but like, it drives me mad. Jade's late for fucking everything, and it drives me mad. It it drives me insane. I have to be... I, I'm... But she's... I always over... Quite organised. She's not. She presents this false ideal hood of being organised she's not and she can hear me saying this now she's late for fucking everything well what but not anymore because you're quarantining together so she's she's on time you'd have to be a real ball bag with time yesterday oh where was she though upstairs the other room she's late for everything it's a long long going on she's got no concept of time whereas like if I'm if I'm driving, let's say I've got a gig in York, which is like what a two-hour drive from mine. Yeah. I'll I'll leave three and a half hours before the gig. That is honestly sensible, though, isn't it? Yeah, because it's but, not an easy drive. No, because you've got to go past Manchester and Leeds. It's a ball like yeah, but like I'd I'd much rather be there an hour early, get a coffee or a bite to eat or something. Than oh mate, I 15, I agree yeah. with you. I just thought the reason I I read it is because I thought you might be the maverick that disagreed with me. No, but I think that's bang on. I can't stand it when people are like I there's there's comedians who we know well who are mates of mine that I will not have I won't car share with them because they're like oh yeah we should go there together. And then I'm like, yeah, well we need to set off about this time. And then they turn up 20 minutes after that and then fuck about and we are literally there two minutes before our stage time you're like that is not how not I do things like you feel or like a fucking feel nightmare on stage and shit yeah no not no defo an hour early soz that that's not more contrarian and <laughs> I didn't take the opposite stance to you but I I, I can't this is something I care about I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm an early guy but just mates but just since we've been doing this podcast when you're like listen it's gonna be half 12 at yours you are almost always here at half twelve, yeah. and if you're not, you let me know. Yeah, yeah. And it makes me feel so. There's nothing more annoying than waiting for a mate of yours going. I like this person. I like spending time with them. But if they mug me off one more time, making me fucking wait, waste my time as they dick around, scratching the backside at home, it pisses you off, doesn't it? Preach, baby. Preach. Let's have a word with people. And you're like, oh yeah, but I'm just a bit crap at keeping time. Just do be a better human. Be a bit, just be more on time. Yeah. So, case closed. There you we go. You sound like a granddad now, though, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> what time is? Where are you, Adam? You're not in the. You're not in the streets. I'm looking out the window. You're not here. Stop lying to me. Where are you? Where are you? I'm just coming around the corner. I can see the corner. And now, um, a word from our sponsor. Yes. Yes. 
It's time to give some love to one of our sponsors. The original gangster sponsor, Vauxhall Comedy Club, is proud to present Bottomless Booze Comedy every Friday and Saturday night. Coming back some point soon. Hopefully. Possibly. This frankly bonkers offer gives you 90 minutes of comedy from top circuit and TV comics, as well as 90 minutes of bottomless booze from just £25. That's bottomless beer, wine, cider and hamstrung for just £25. Spirit and Mixer bottomless tickets start at £35 and entry-only tickets for the straight-laced purists start at £10. Vauxhall Comedy Club is normally open Monday to Saturday and is also right next to Vauxhall Street Food Gardens. Loads of really good street food vendors. That's open Monday till Friday. Please, for the love of God, don't visit them for the foreseeable future. But instead, follow them on social media and sign up to the mailing list and then they'll announce their triumphant return. Hopefully fucking soon. Mailing list is VauxhallComedyClub.com and the socials at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Instagram, at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter, Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook. The show is 18 plus, no ID, no entry, and we operate a challenge 25-door policy. What up? For when you need a laugh post-apocalypse, choose Vauxhall Comedy. Let's have a hangover story. Let's do a hangover story. I've got one, two, one <laughs> okay. from Dan and one from me. Oh, you have you got one? Yeah. Oh, look at you. You're going to fucking... You see, because you're not doing the drive, you've got prep time. Right. This is from Jimmy Allen. Jimmy Allen says, How do lads greeting from Galway Island? Not doing the voice? Out of respect, Jimmy. Nice Long one, Jimmy. Listening. Nice one for getting in touch with us there. We really appreciate it. No, I think that was a bit Dublin. That sounded like Connor, and that's Dublin, you know. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck? The who? Who do we know from Dublin who's got the most Dublin accent ever? Oh, John your man, Lynn. what's fucking Johnny Lynn? I love John Lynn so much. He's I a, love him. He's he's a great comic, and I'd I'd like him to just talk me to sleep sometimes. Oh my god, he cut, he's literally he's just trying to fuck everything when he talks. To you. Like, how are you doing there, Dan? You're like. Probably would if Daniel you leaned in. Nightingale. Oh, you're, you're a fucking, fucking exceptional comic. <laughs> but uh, uh, Jimmy Allen is from Galway, and I think he'd be like, "You fucking stop doing a Dublin accent." That's like going, "Oh, Adam, are you English? All right, mate. How you doing? All right." That's your accent. Um, <laughs> uh, I think Galway is one of the more you know racist sounding Irish accents. Anyway, anyway, sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> you know, like if I was going to try and do a Galway, like who do who else do we know from Ireland? From who's Andrew Ryan? Who is who's, he? Who's he's sounds, comedian from Cork. <laughs> who sounds so Cork, it's like he's being racist towards Irish people. Like, oh, Jesus, no. It's one of my top three things of 2013. <laughs> you're like, fucking, you're putting that on, mate. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to... I'm going to do a representation of the Galway accent. But it's not going to be the Galway accent, but just to let you know. How are? How do last? <laughs> Great <laughs> from Galway, Ireland. <laughs> Long time listener, first time emailer. <laughs> I'm just doing no. an accent to represent Galway because I don't want it to be racist against Galway. So I'm going to do an accent that re- that it sort of represents Galway, but I just don't want to offend anyone in Galway. How no. <laughs> how do lads? Dan, Good. there's people what? in scammers. They all getting very upset here. All oh, right, so so yeah. <laughs> how do lads? <laughs> oh, we're having a podcast. Um, how do you lads greetings from Galway Island long time listener first time emailer bounce loving the daily podcast and I have a story from years ago when I was 19 many many years ago feel, I feel the pain I feel your pain brother I had my first driving test on a Monday morning at 9am I was working as a oh, barman pause, pause. oh Jesus 9am Monday morning for a driving test why would you book your driving test on the busiest time of the week 
That's what when do, when do you think your driving test should be? Like midday on like a Wednesday or something when everyone's at work and the roads are quiet. Yeah, but this is back in the day before you went on a computerised system. You applied for a test and they went, Oi, numbnuts, here it is in the post. That's your time. Oh, right. You didn't You didn't go on a website and get slots. Oh. Jimmy's That's old like me. That. You used to send off your carrier pigeon <laughs> and it used to come back. <laughs> when will I test? When will I do my test for my horse and cart? Anyway, uh, I had my first test Monday 9am. I was working as a barman the night before dangerous and my shift finished at midnight of course the staff stayed back for a drink which turned into a few which turned into a nightclub which turned into a lock-in which ended up with me getting to bed at 5 30 a.m oh no oh, jesus alarm goes off at 8 a.m fuck driving test shower teeth <laughs> coffee parasite oh sorry shower he's put teeth brush that must be like a Galway thing Shower, teeth Marie? brush. Marie? Where's me teeth brush? Where's me fucking teeth paste and me teeth brush? Me? Shower, coffee, paracetamol. Made the test centre at 9am with the motherfucker King Gong of a hangover. Beautifully put, Jimmy. I can see you do some writing. With the motherfucking King Gong of a hangover. I don't remember much of the actual test. Check this out, Adam. I did stop and vomit out of the car door at one stage. <laughs> <laughs> the tester, a gentleman in his 60s, uh, he bought his food poison story. So he was like, oh, it's food poisoning. Guess what? He didn't pass. Christ, I was lucky I wasn't even breathalyzed. That's Jimmy Allen. That's fantastic. With an absolute belter. So he, he, he was drinking till 5.30am. And this is not just like, this is Galway barman drinking. You know when everyone does like, oh, the Irish love a drink? Yeah. Well, all barmen everywhere love a drink. So imagine what a Galway barman <laughs> can drink. 5.30. I love it how he still set his alarm for 8am. Like, oh, gee, I'm fucking hammered. Bang. 8am. <laughs> and he puked out of the door of his driving test. Fuck's sake failed I'm, a, I'm assuming he passed later on it's a fantastic one um I, how was your driving test i passed on my third go oh okay um and on the on the was it the first or the second the second one that i did i defo shouldn't have failed and <laughs> so what happened was i was driving through Chewbrook in liverpool and there's a, a pedestrian crossing that's activated by a like a push button traffic light thing you know you wait for the green man and we got we were coming towards that and it switched to amber and immediately the the examiner slammed on she slammed both feet on and went you weren't slowing down quick enough and i was like we're still 50 yards away from the traffic lights if you could stop the car 50 yards away from the traffic lights i definitely could have stopped it before we got to the traffic lights and she's like no i just don't think you were slowing down quick enough and i went have i failed because you've just done that and she went, I can't give you that information on such a busy road. Will you please pull over into the next road, take the next right? And then she went, yes, you have failed, yeah. I said, so you failed me because you panicked. We're 50 yards away. She was like, doesn't matter, you failed. Now there's nothing I can do. And I went, okay. She went, so you've got two options. Either we can carry on the rest of the test. Um, Go fuck yourself. Or we can get out here and wait for your instructor to come and collect the car. And I went, can't we just drive back to the test centre? 
And she went, no, you're not allowed to do that. You either get out here or you carry on with the test. And I went, okay, I'll carry on with the test then. And she went, okay, at the end of the road, turn left. And I just turned right and started driving back to the test centre. <laughs> and she kept going, what? She'd go turn left and I'd just go, I'd just turn. I was just heading back to the test centre. I was just ignoring her instructions. Oh, I, I, like, I just, I, oh, I got it wrong again. <laughs> oh, did you say left? I thought you meant take the fourth exit on the roundabout. Yeah. If you ever need to hear a story on this podcast of why Adam, even though he 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 would have them chopped off, has big fucking balls, <laughs> that is the story. I honestly, it's so not within my character traits to even think of doing that. I'd be like, "Oh, can I get out and feel sad and wait for my instructor?" You're like, "Oh yeah, nice one. We'll drive back. Right, turn left. Oh, I've turned right. Oh, I've just pulled into this KFC. I'll have a." Box meal, yeah. Of course, I want gravy. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't happy. And at the very end, she told me to reverse park into one of the bays, and I just drove straight in. And she went, "I told you to reverse park." I went, "You also told me to turn the other way about 16 times. Have you not got onto what I was doing yet?" You've also failed me for fuck all, you jittery old bitch. I'm not. How old was she? She was like 50s, 60s, so, so like oh, your age. God. <laughs> can't believe you drove the car back yeah of course i did i didn't want where was this test was it in liverpool yeah Tubrook's about five minutes from my house so it was right not uh, far from where i live what's it called Tubrook. Tubrook. t-u-e space brook or brook brook Tubrook. um yeah great one jimmy allen fucking do you want my hangover brutal. story do you want my my oh, is it? Oh, is it your hangover story? Oh. I thought you had. Thought someone had emailed you. No, we teased this yesterday. I can't believe you forgot. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I forgot. So this was um, my the first time I ever went to the Edinburgh Festival was uh, 2014. So nearly six years ago, August 2014. <laughs> and mo- as as you and any other comedians listening know, um, when you go to the Edinburgh Festival you tend to find out in like January that you're definitely going don't you and you sort like accommodation with another comedian or a few other comedians you'll you'll get like a flat that you can all rent for the month and share it I found yeah. out I was going to Edinburgh late April early May so everyone else was already sorted for accommodation and there was not, hardly anything left so what I did was I went on Gumtree and I found someone looking to permanently let a room in their flat out and said look I'll give you an extra 200 quid if you just let me take it for August and you change your, your listing from the end of July to the end of August you'll just get like instead of getting 700 quid you'll get 900 off me right <coughs> I did it I was living with a 46 year old lawyer called Justin and he owned the flat right so I get there the first night and he's a uh, He's a bit uptight, he's very OCD, and just a bit on edge. So I was like, this is already a bit eggy. It's hard work, yeah. So, the first night that I was staying there was the the night before my show started. Now, my show at the Edinburgh Festival that year was hosting uh, a showcase show at 12.30 in the afternoon called the Big Value Showcase, right? So... I did it in 2004. <laughs> Literally 10 years. That was my that was my big value year. T- 10 years prior. Um so uh what happened, the first night there was like a big launch party for the Edinburgh Festival, the Just the Tonic launch party with a free bar, right? Now I got absolutely hammered. Absolutely destroyed. Um no one's judging you on that pal. No. 
I mean, free bar means get fucked up, doesn't it? Now, that party was about a 10 to 15 minute walk back to the flat that I was staying in. However, I'd only done the journey once and I couldn't remember it and I couldn't remember what the address was. So I'm absolutely hammered now. This is about three or four o'clock in the morning. It took me two and a half hours to get back, <laughs> right? I was just wandering the streets of Edinburgh. And at one point, my IBS kicked off, right? Oh. So um, the last thing I remember is just being in the... I, I was <laughs> I was on a road and I was like, I, I, I'm going to have to shit. I need to shit somewhere or I'm going to shit my pants. Middle of Edinburgh city centre. In the middle of Edinburgh, yeah. Right? So... I, I seen like on the other side of the road there was just a load of bushes this is the god's honest truth right it's just a load of bushes I thought in my drunken state I was like I'll just go to the other side of those bushes I'll shit there I'll use the bushes to wipe my ass. I'll use the leaves right that would have been a really good idea if halfway through the shit I didn't realise that those bushes were the centre island of a dual carriageway <laughs> so I was just shitting in front of different traffic right that's the last thing I remember I, I don't re- you pass it, pass out but I pass out sort of shitting in the middle of a dual carriageway right this is all you black out you black out or you pass black out out so I don't remember right. it. I'm still I'm still awake I wake up the next day and I'm just like oh I'm I'm fucked but thank god I got back to the the flat god knows how I've got there or how I've got in but I'm like anyway it's, it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon I've got the show in half an hour I need to get down there so I walk down to the show and at the show was also Freddie Quinn. Who the fuck is that guy, right? Who the fuck is that guy? So, uh, Freddie goes, my accommodation doesn't actually kick in until later today. I stayed in a hostel last night. I really need to charge my phone, right? And I was like, okay, cool. Well, you can come back to my flat. I only live 10 minutes away and you can charge it there. As I'm having that conversation with Freddie, I got a text from the landlord and he said, hi, Adam. Um, I'd just like to have a chat with you about the rules of staying here. If you've got time today, last night was not oh. cool. Oh, right? God. So, I then forget about that. Me and Freddie go back to the flat, and Justin, the guy I'm living with, bursts into the living room. Freddie's sat in the corner charging his phone, and he goes, Should we have a conversation about last night? And I went, uh, I don't really remember what happened, mate, but yeah, he goes, Right, okay. This is the, I, I'm, I'm letting you stay in my home, okay? I'm letting you, I'm, of course. you can you imagine how hungover I am a free bar to the point where I shit in the middle of a dual carriageway how did the gig go did the gig go the gig okay was fantastic I'm very good when I'm hungover <laughs> <laughs> so he goes right you came here you came you came home at two o'clock in the morning with your pants around your ankles with leaves hanging out of your arse oh, and God. you're stood outside my door singing you'll never walk alone oh god he said you didn't even knock you just woke me up I just heard when you walk through oh, no. and I'm there going mate I'm really really shot he goes I'm not finished do you want to go and have a look in the fridge do you want to go and see what you've done in the fridge and I went no 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 what did you he do he goes right I'd made myself chicken curry and rice for work today <laughs> apparently you didn't fancy the chicken curry but the rice took your fancy you've opened the rice you've filled it with chilli and garlic mayonnaise and you haven't even eaten it it's still in the fucking fridge go and have a look at it I was like mate I'm really really sorry Freddie Quinn is just in my peripheral and he's nearly exploding with laughter right 
he, he's he's but I'm 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 sort of looking at Justin, the guy shouting at me, but I can see Freddie in the corner and Justin's <laughs> so angry and I'm just thinking just don't laugh in his face. It's his second day with him. Just in laugh in his face. face. So I start to apologize. I'm like, mate, mate, look, I promise I'll go I'll go to the shop, I'll make I'll make <laughs> you chicken curry, I'll make I'll make you some more chicken curry and you can take it to work tomorrow. Really sorry about this. I'll buy you rice. And he goes, I'm not fucking finished. I am not finished. The one thing I really that's really pissed me off. The you, you've you've gone in the go and have a look if you don't believe me. Okay, there was a block of parmesan cheese in the fridge. You've took that block of parmesan cheese. You've took a bite out of it. Realised it's oh. not chicken or whatever you were after, and you've put it back in the fridge, right? Oh, so I've picked up a block it. of parmesan cheese, took a bite Oof. out of it. So now your breath must have been something <laughs> else that morning. <laughs> How was the front row at the Big Value lunchtime show when you've had, like, alcohol plus parmesan, one of the stinkiest of the cheeses? I, I feel very sorry for the people who paid to see me that day. But now he's getting more it's and more... funny, but he stinks. He's getting more and more angry. He goes, you, you, your wet towel you've left in the bathroom this morning, you should take that back to your bedroom. You've le- and he's, as I said, he was very obviously this. is the God's honest truth. He's, he's now nitpicking because he, he wants to say everything I've done wrong. So he's like, you put a fork in the spoon compartment of the cutlery drawer. I'm sorry, I really can't handle that. I can't have... You've, you've brought a friend back here and, and it's just not... So, you didn't ask me because you bring a friend back. You're living here. He's... Li- Imagine if he went, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Freddie is just about to explode, right? But Justin gets himself in this big, big, like, angry rant, and he can't handle it anymore. And he goes, I- I'll have to come back. I'm getting too angry. And he left the room, come back in, and pointed at me. And this is the most angry he sounded of the whole thing. He said, for fuck's sake, Parmesan's for grating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Freddie erupted and I erupted and I'm now cry laughing in this very angry man's face <laughs> um, yeah I bought him some new cheese and and said me apologies but yeah is <laughs> <laughs> some fucking Daddy Lee shut That's up my hangover story I got chastised by a man <laughs> how old was this guy because he sounds 103 he was like late 40s I think he, I know it's tempting when the festival's in your city to think, I'm going to make a bit of money from the spare room. But he, his character sounds diametrically opposed to the p- kind of person that should be sticking anything on Airbnb. Like, he shouldn't be renting his room out. Okay, boys, let's do another feature already. <laughs> this is good. So, uh, it's time for Have a Word with Adam and Dan. Send us all it. the problems that you have with your friends. So sorry, everyone. It's never going to stop. <laughs> so uh, we we we've got our we've got our have a word section. We're going to do one have a word today to wrap up our podcast. Um, thanks to everyone who sends these in. That you are literally keeping the podcast going. Keep them coming into have a word pod at gmail dot com. Uh, we really do appreciate it. This one has come in from David Evo, who I imagine is like Evans or something, and it's just a Scouse surname nickname. That so, lads. I'm David. I'm a snorer. Simple as that. Can't change it. Can't do nothing about it. And apparently, it's fucking loud. Me bird's words. My snoring is apparently becoming a problem for her. Her sleeping pattern. So because she can't be a fucking trooper and just get on with it and get asleep, she decides to wake me up every time it gets too fucking loud and she's starting to piss me off. I'm a fairly reasonable fella. Like, I let her have a sip of me coke and that when she doesn't order one. (laughs) 
But when I'm asleep, <laughs> I just want to be asleep and not fucking woken up. So come on, boys. Tell her to get a grip and let me sleep. FYI, I'm from Toki and it's not too rough, you know. <laughs> David Evo, over to you, Dan. What you reckon? See, this is tricky because, like, I know my wife listens to this. So if I dare to say, like, anything... She's going to have my balls on a platter because I am such a princess with my sleep. <laughs> I have I have earplugs in. I need it to be dark. I need earplugs in. And if you wake me up, sometimes I struggle to get back to sleep. So that's part of the reason we sleep separately because I'm like, if I'm tired the next time, I'm like, I don't feel good. So she's like, dickhead, go and sleep there. I'll leave you alone. I'll deal with the child we've had in the <laughs> night and I'll just act like a normal person the next day. Tired. I've been tired for three years and you're slightly like short of sleep and you're a groggy dick all morning. So if I do anything apart from say like, fuck, I get what he means. I just can't, you can't fuck with my sleep. I feel him. And why see, are I, they sleeping together then? Because they're not. Like if he's a snorer, they're not as progressive as you, Daniel, with your lovely just, system. You can just you can just sleep separately. Come together to bang, say good night, and then you can get your fucking Spider Man duvet that you secretly really want, and just be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you can just snore like a big fucking beach walrus on your own. See, me, me and Jada sleeping separately at the minute. I think we've mentioned this because we, we got a new mattress and she hates it, but I love it. So until we can swap the mattress, we've got to wait a certain amount of days to sort it out. Blah, 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 blah. We're sleeping separately. But is, it not, is that not working out for you? It's fine, but I, I miss sleeping with her. I think I, I just I just think it's better to have, to have her there. I think it's well better. But I, abs- I, I love having the TV on while I'm sleeping. So I'll I'll put like <laughs> fucking I'll put like a sitcom or a film on and just have it on like fairly low volume like eight or nine on the volume or something just as I'm nodding right. off and then in the middle of the night when I wake up in a bit of a stupor I'll turn it off and then I can go back to sleep dead easy but I'm a good sleeper if I'm out you could be building a fucking conservatory in the room I'm in and you will not wake me up. Hey, you, so you're like literally back in your proper lads boozing days you're the ultimate human buckaroo contestant you could you could get like a Peugeot 106 on your legs and you'd still not fucking wake 100%. up 100% like not even back in the boozing days I'm talking now I don't Just, need to be drunk uh, for this I don't need to be drunk I will when I when I'm once I'm asleep I am a fucking sleep do you know Barry Dodds from Parapod yeah. who uh is a mate of ours from comedy he told me that if you pinch someone's you know where like people have earrings if you pinch that really hard even if they're like I think they're called ears Dan (laughs) yeah you know what they call the earlobe it's not what's the the lobe yeah yeah. just not anywhere on the ear do you know where people have earrings oh oh, you know what I meant the actual part of the ear you ball sniff and then if you pinch it really hard it wakes people up doesn't matter how deep they're sleeping so anyway He's given, given me this information. I sit on it. We all go boozing. Back in Manchester, back in the day, we were all dicking around as comedians. And he passes out at a party. And like the little fucking bastard I am, I remember that Barry's giving me this information. Think, well, how beautifully ironic that I get to do this on Fat Baz. I pinch his ear with everything my finger and thumb can give me and he doesn't fucking move and it's massively disappointing we're all stood there waiting him to be like <laughs> and nothing happens <laughs> and then we get bored of waiting nothing happens still and we still just start talking 
about five full minutes later, it was the weirdest thing, just out of nowhere, literally everyone's just chatting, and just from the corner, you just hear a fucking Geordie go... <laughs> <laughs> It was the fucking scary. He was like, <gasps> everyone's like, "You're right, Baz." And it was, it wasn't funny. It was scary. It was like waking up a fucking troll. He <laughs> was like, oh, oh, "My ears hurting." I was like, oh, "I don't know what that. Don't know what that is." <laughs> I still don't think that'd wake me up. I'm not confident. Whoa. I am a sleeper man. But Jade, when Jade snores. Like if if I'm still awake and she starts snoring, I do have to, to be fair to his bed. I do j- wake Jade up and go stop fucking doing that because Jade sounds like uh, she's a snorer. She's tiny. She, I know. Oh, I'm gonna video it and send you it because mate, you would swear to God that there's a fucking someone's throwing typewriters into a fucking bin lorry. I swear to God. <laughs> the thing is though. When it's your partner, you're like, well, I love you, and there's... But, you know, when I'd like a stag do, and you're like, right, we've done it, we've got the hotel rooms, we'll be sharing, you're with fucking Kai... I, I did a stag do with my mate, and I was with a friend of ours, Kynan, who's a bigger guy, and, oh, my God, it was like... It, it, I'd love to know if it would have registered on a Richter scale, you know, the earthquake <laughs> measurement. And then he was like, oh, sorry, mate, I should have put my... Um, He's got sleep apnea because he snores so bad it can kill him. Yeah, because he goes for so long as his as his body's fighting for a breath while he's unconscious. So the next night we'd had less to drink. He puts on his sleep apnea mask. I roll over. I've never seen a sleep apnea mask before, <laughs> and it was like it's like rolling over in a fucking Premier Inn to open your eyes to Bane. <laughs> From Batman, like, oh, you think darkness is your ally? You're only born in the dark. I'm born in by it. The scariest shit I've ever seen. A fat, semi-drunken man with a genuine Bane mask, just like looking at. You can't see him smile because he's got his sleep. Fucking horrible. That was a good Bane impression, by the way. I do Bane impressions around the house sometimes. It drives Jade up the wall because I love doing Bane. Go on, do do you do your Bane? Or perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man. Before throwing him out of a plane. That's <laughs> not. That's not bad. Uh, my, I don't. I think darkness is your ally. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. Oh, you think <laughs> darkness is your ally? No, that's a pervy German. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, my you name think is darkness ben. is your ally? Ally. <laughs> You merely adopted uh, the dog. I was born in it, molded Tom. by it. <laughs> Tom, darling, love what you're doing with it. You're being really creative, and I know this is just the first read through, but we love your work. Can we just go a little bit more threatening? You're weirdly going a bit German pedophile. <laughs> oh. And action, action. <laughs> okay, I, I get, get. Give okay, me a second. Okay, quiet on set. Quiet on set. Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy's Bane. Action. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta let me stop laughing. Focus, Tom. Focus, Tom. All right. Quiet on set. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? <laughs> you merely adopted the dark, silly. I was born in it, molded by it. Okay. Gotham, <laughs> dying. Take back your city. <laughs> Now's not the time for fear, Doctor. <laughs> Perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot man before throwing him out of a plane. 
Oh, you you saved my life, Justin. I will never forgive you. <laughs> oh, springtime for Hitler and Germany. Tom Hardy ruined Batman, didn't he? <laughs> oh, I might go and watch The Dark Knight Rises after this. Oh, Dark Knight, lad. The Dark Knight Rises. I haven't watched it for years. Dark Knight. Right, listen. That's a pod. That's a pod and half, that. It is. We've done a lot. Let's call that a pod, because we're not beating your gay German bane. <laughs> oh, you're doing darkness Ooh. is ally. Silly boy. <laughs> Alice Klan. You think darkness is your Alice Klan. Oh, Jesus. Um, Who's your song from? I forgot to get one. Springtime for Hitler. Oh. And Germany. So, uh, yesterday's band were very, very, very popular with the listeners. So, we're going to do another one of theirs. Um, that they sent us two. So, the, the band is once again Walter Way. They are Walter Way Band on Facebook. And this is their song, Angel. Uh, by Walter Way. We'll see you all tomorrow. Nice one, guys. Thanks to our... A Afidazin! And once more, thanks to our sponsors, Beer52.com and Vauxhall Comedy Club. We've got a new sponsor coming tomorrow as well. Look out for that. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia.
Sua 